0: Welcome to the Independent Rider Show. How are you guys doing on all the platforms that we are on? We got Chris Pruitt. He is from the USCCA. We're going to be talking about some concealed carry stuff today for all you guys. I'm going to be uh, be interviewing him for about 15-20 minutes, and then we're going to get the rest of the Independent riders in here. Uh, So if you're into the Second Amendment stuff and you carry a gun, here we go. We're going to be talking with Chris. He's going to give all of us uh, some uh, knowledge right here. How you guys doing in the chat room? I guess we're live streaming on all the independent writers except Dark Soul because he's a loser and don't have 100 uh, subs. So get over there and subscribe.
1: Sub to Dark Soul.
0: <laughs> Chris, how you doing? Welcome to the show. How are you doing, buddy?
2: I'm doing great today. I appreciate you guys having me.
0: Today. Rock and roll, man. We appreciate you coming on uh, to talk about uh, about all this stuff with us boneheads and meatballs out there in uh, the internet land. Uh, how you doing, 360 Steven? So tell us about uh, USCCA, if you would.
2: So the USCCA, it's a member organization. It really is designed to help you in three major categories when you talk about self-defense. It's mentally, physically, and legally. So realistically, what the USCCA's goal is to be, you know, that holistic company when it comes to firearm needs. Everywhere from the very beginning where you're just deciding whether or not you even want to own a firearm, educating you, um, being there during the process of, of helping you save your life if you're ever forced to defend yourself, and then also having an insurance benefit on the back end in the case that you have to legally defend yourself, which can be even more you know, even more complicated.
0: Mm-hmm. You say legally defend yourself. What do you mean by that?
2: So if, if you lawfully defend yourself, the prosecutor still has the decision to determine whether or not they're going to charge you. So you could okay, have done everything uh, right in the situation. And the prosecutor thinks uh, they have a case. They may still bring charges up on you.
0: Let's stop uh, right there. It's kind of a uh, murky in a gray and black area. When you say lawfully, when you had a kid, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse, that did everything right. Why shouldn't that scare gun owners into thinking that they might go to jail?
2: I mean, the, the theory is is we want to avoid anybody going to jail. You want to act lawfully, and if you're ever forced to defend yourself, You know, we want to make sure that you have the resources in order to know how to save your, save your life properly, understand the ins and outs of, of every self-defense law and make sure we provide you with the resources and know that you are doing it lawfully and to avoid staying out of jail in the first place.
0: What resources do you uh, supply to, is this a membership deal that you guys are or?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So there's, there's membership portions. Um, There's gold, platinum, leader, the three membership levels. The major difference is the amount of training that you actually receive. The insurance benefits going to stay the same across all three levels. But some of the resources are, you know, education through e-learning and e-books to make sure that you understand what you're doing and why you're doing it. There's also, you know, there's a reciprocity app, which, you know, is phenomenal for people who are traveling across the country. Because what it will do is it'll actually, if you turn your location services on, it'll actually ding and notify your phone if you're traveling into a state where your permit is not honored. So you know when, when or if you have to put your firearm away. And then right below there, there's a, there's a button that says state laws that breaks down every state law, of whatever, you're, whatever state you're looking to click, say Maryland, for instance, you click Maryland, it'll show you the laws for that specific state. So if you're transporting a firearm through that state, well, how do I lawfully do that? How do I know how to properly store that firearm based off of that state specific laws? It's easy to access right there on the app so that you have a full understanding of where you're going and what you're doing.
0: Rock on! We have uh, Black Dragon, my crime partner, in here. He does a lot of interviews with me. Uh, Bedlam just came in, so uh, Black Dragon, let's get you in because uh, you know I tried to get one of my independent writers, Dark Soul, to you know interview with me, but you know he wants to just sit by. So I'm gonna bring you in here and interview as well. This is Chris. Uh, he's with the USCCA. Uh, And he has some good stuff he's about to talk uh, about. What do you uh, think about the state of gun laws right now in a lot of these liberal cities, BD?
3: So, first of all, uh, Chris, good to meet you. I see you guys' commercials on uh, YouTube all the time, I believe it is. Yeah, me too. uh, And uh, 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 I, I just wonder how much of that i'm glad to get to talk to you because i wonder how much of that is true uh you know don't you guys have the insurance uh and uh uh you know because i know personally four people here in georgia that have killed someone in self-defense uh two of them in my motorcycle club uh, three of them in my motorcycle club. And then one is a colleague I worked with for many years. And every single one of those guys, legal card carrying uh, dudes, uh, one guy, uh, a friend of mine named Myra Pe- Myron Petro killed a, a dude here who had stabbed his wife in a store uh, 25 times. By the time he got there, he wrestled the guy off of the woman the guy ran out the front door and came around the back. He goes to his car to get his weapon. He comes back to the store, and the guy is stabbing her another 20 sometimes. He killed that guy. And in every one of those situations, every one of those dudes thought they were going to go to prison up until the time that they didn't. So all of this stand your ground and all this kind of stuff, it works so-so. Uh, so so. so I, I, what do I think about the laws Hollywood, I think that uh, if you're carrying a concealed weapon, uh, it, it just depends on what prosecutor you get. Even if you're saving your own life, even if you're saving another person's life, you could be facing hell. So something like uh, uh, something that Chris Pruitt has, uh, if it works, if it if it really is a system that is going to get you an attorney and this kind of stuff, I, I, I would be all for it. So I'm just like uh, – geeked at being able to uh, uh, interview you, Chris, and put you through the screws here on Hollywood Show.
0: And Chris, uh, what do you say about that? Now, something like that would be a no-brainer. Here is a dude stabbing this uh, woman, and you go out there, grab your piece, and you light him up, but the next thing you got to do is worry about being thrown in jail what does uscca do if he was a member
2: so as a member the way the insurance benefit operates is you become an, insur- an additional insured on this uh, self-defense liability insurance policy issued the uscca so self-defense isn't always a firearm so it's important to note that as well but the coverage limits of the insurance benefit are two million dollars annually for damages in the case they're awarded in civil court so that component is if you know, they try to sue you after the fact of the incident, right? Say, for instance, someone gets injured, they end up in the hospital after you lawfully defended yourself and they try to sue you. That's where that bucket is more so designed. And then there's no limit for defense expenses in both civil and criminal court. So what that means is that's the actual funds available for things like an expert witness or uh, actual attorney fees and retainers and stuff of that nature.
0: Now, how do you you know about uh, determining if it was a good shoot or not before you pay out?
2: So they they pay out on the front end. And then there is a a clause for recruitment in the case that they're found guilty. But if you're law, it it comes down to a a lawful act of self-defense, right? That's based off of the court system. And a good attorney, if you did the right things, isn't going to have an issue proving that.
1: Well, wait a minute. If you go to jail, though. And, uh, do you still pay if you get sued?
2: If, if you are deemed, um, if it is a situation where say you are convicted of the crime itself, then no funds would not be available for that because it wouldn't be a lawful act. Right. right. So you can't just say, okay, well, you're a criminal. You murdered that guy in cold blood. Here's $2 million to pay out the settlement. Right. It's not like that. It's (laughs) if you lawfully defend yourself and you have no limit to the amount that you can pay for an attorney, well, you're going to get a good enough attorney that you're going to be able to, he's going to be able to articulate why this was justifiable. And in the first place, that's not something that's going to, going to put you in that position where you even have to worry about that as long as you're acting lawfully and you have the resources to get a phenomenal attorney. You know, you're not going to be represented by someone like a public defender. That's Nothing why with public That's why I'm that using your overworked.
1: insurance, though. That's why I'm using your insurance, so I I can't afford an attorney. I'd have to go with a public defender. There's no way in the world.
2: Exactly, and that's the exact reason why the insurance benefit is there.
1: If it's I'm in jail, the does no good. doesn't
2: have have access to those funds. Are you? Uh, do, do you get the attorney for me? So we will contact the attorney. There is an attorney network of over 1200 attorneys throughout the course of the United States. They're present in all 50 States of the United States. Um, But in that situation, say you're driving down the road and you see a billboard of a defense attorney that you know nothing about. And you're like, hey, I want that guy. You do have the right to choose what attorney you actually do, you actually use, which is important because I, I strongly believe you should be able to vet the attorney that you're gonna use. Oh, before yeah, no, you ever no, no. actually use them. So you should have the choice in that situation. But if you have no clue, we have already done that vetting process to make sure that they are very good candidates for who you should be choosing to defend you.
0: Okay. Thank uh, you. BD, go ahead. You got another one?
3: Um, so uh, how many clients do you guys have with... Uh, uh, and are you just in the United States or are you, uh, other places?
2: Yes, we are just in the United States. Um, we're currently sitting over 600,000 members, um, which in my opinion is very small. It's, it's more so not that people disagree with what we do. It's just that they don't know that resources like this are even available.
3: Right. So, so um, well, hopefully, uh, they do now. Go ahead, so, Beanie. So, um, uh, you you handle um uh if somebody sues you. Do you handle um uh if I'm arrested do, do your attorneys take take care of me in a civil uh, in a uh uh um uh what is that word I Criminal call? case. Criminal, thank you. In a criminal case?
2: Yes, absolutely. It's both components. So that no limit for defense expenses. It is for both civil and criminal court.
0: Okay.
3: And what. Uh, What's the Go name ahead. of your, your company again for folks that are just now tuning in?
2: It's the United States Concealed Carry Association, more formally known as the USCCA.
0: Well, here's one for you, Chris. I'm going to take one question, uh, then we'll get back to the interview. Uh, this is from Toby. My question is, why do I need an exceptional attorney or any attorney when I'm defending myself and there are eyewitnesses or even video footage?
2: Unfortunately, a lot of what we see is you, there's a famous author by the name of Varg Freeborn. He's a phenomenal self-defense author, highly recommend his books. One of my favorite quotes from him is you only have the rights that you have enough money to hire an attorney to defend. And it is very, very true and prevalent in today's society. Yeah. No if you don't have the money to, to have a good attorney, you end up with a public defender. And how many rights do you truly have in that situation? Uh, right. Whereas if you have the, the the monetary funds to be able to pay for a high end attorney that you otherwise would not have been able to afford, you know how does that look in the outcome most times?
4: So does your service only cover uh, self defense issues? Yes. So if I got hit in a car, but said, it,
2: it's not just firearms,
4: right? But so if I
2: got in a car accident I couldn't call you guys and it say, Hey, I need a lawyer. Correct. Okay. It's, it's, well, unless, it's very specific unless, to self-defense itself.
1: Right. Right. Okay. Unless the guy got out of the car and went to beat your ass and you shot him. Oh
3: yeah. <laughs> so, um, so your, your company has, uh, a few different pieces when you, when you join and you get membership. So, uh, You you join and then you have training uh, and then you have uh, uh, a skills uh, test uh, in a classroom. Uh, Correct. And so let's talk about the training for a second. So when you join, you go to your website, you join and I guess you get to choose from three levels of of membership. What are the three levels?
2: Uh, The three levels are gold, platinum and elite.
3: What are the difference in the levels?
2: The only difference is the amount of training that you receive access to. And the reason that's so important is because when we think about the insurance benefit, everybody likes the concept. But what good is that if we don't know how to save our life in the first place? So understanding that holistic mindset of how do I lawfully defend myself? Understanding the laws, understanding things you may need to do. A lot of people hit tunnel vision because they're unprepared. The one thing I stress when I speak to people is you are prepping for the worst day of your life. Unfortunately, a lot of people train for the best case scenario of that worst day. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people who carry a gun every single day. They've had concealed carry for 10 plus years. And when I ask them, when's the last time they practiced drawing from a holster? They go, well, I've never done that.
1: (laughs) That's something you do as a kid. Come on.
2: People don't train stuff like malfunctions. People don't go out and train for multiple threats. No. People don't train for, well, what's beyond my target, right? Do I need to to clear a better lane? Understanding the difference between something like cover and concealment. You know, if if I'm behind a car, we watch movies, and you see a cop or you see a bad guy hide directly behind a car door. Have you ever seen a bullet go through a car door? (laughs) it
5: goes through that car
2: door and three sets of cars down it's not the best place to be that's more of cover where concealment is more of you know you're hiding behind that engine block something that actually has stopping power these are some of the educational tools that you're going to pull out of these these trainings that are going to trigger the second you're in a self defense incident and put you in a much better situation to be able to save your life in the first place
1: well, I feel if, if you have a concealed carry permit, you should have to do a training course such as what you're talking about, where you go through different scenarios and so forth.
3: I absolutely don't feel that way. I don't either. I, I actually don't feel that way because that puts a barrier between me and my ability to exercise my second amendment. I think well, that, some- puts a
5: barrier, that puts a barrier for all the physical
3: attributes you have to do
5: in order to train is what you're getting at no it's just like taking
1: the ms
5: as ms uh, No, no no no. because say say no say you 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 got a training course right and you're wanting somebody to do a training course well say this next guy's in a wheelchair and he can't do that training course but yet now he can't conceal and carry and now you're taking his rights away from him you you can't do that
4: that's almost as bad as a red flag
5: law yeah you can't do that so, well, um,
2: no. in, in, no, to, in retrospect, uh, a lot of the courses that you go to, and the ma- there's a lot of states that have mandatory education as part of getting their concealed carry permit.
6: Yeah, Illinois. The
2: <laughs> the states that actually require that, a lot of times you're in a stationary position when you're actually doing the shooting qualification, meaning that it doesn't discriminate on those on those disabilities or anything like that. And it does give them the access to still receive it strictly based off of their performance.
0: Uh, China asked before I go in. Well, one thing, I got a Utah carry, and I'll never get an Illinois carry because, you know, they want to rob you and pull your pants down and uh, do you some good. Uh, she asked about the uh, Good Samaritan law.
2: So I get this one quite a bit um, because we're talking about the legal obligation to stop something right? If Mm -hmm. I defend myself and that person, after I had just stopped that threat, you know, do I have the legal obligation to try to save their life? In, In many situations, no, there's, there are certain circumstances where you do have legal obligations for things like if you have certain certifications or something like that, but you know, that person, if they robbed your house and they tried to kill you, do you ain't, have to save their life? Nothing.
3: Ain't getting nothing for me.
2: <laughs> <laughs> ain't getting nothing for me either. But. but in that situation, if you defend yourself, you know they say it's it's good to it's good to administer first aid in that situation, and you can't be held lawfully responsible in that situation because of Good Samaritan law. But if if I'm in that situation, you know my my stance personally is I'm not tampering with evidence.
3: Oh, I'll administer first aid, all right.
0: <laughs> now, what what is your uh, stance on that? Where you say it will pay off if you're lawfully, it was a good shoot. What if you emptied a cartridge in this guy? Are they and they? Are you gonna uh, try to, uh, you know? And I'm t- talking about you, but are you gonna say he was overzealous or? You know, because me, I got a 38. I'm going to empty the chamber until you're not moving. Uh, That's just I'd rather be judged by 12 than carry by six here. So,
2: yes and no. So, yes, in the sense that I I understand what you're trying to say and where you're trying to go with it. You are lawfully defending yourself at first. But say I shoot four rounds and that person drops and they're no longer a threat and i go over and i and i use a a fifth round in that situation that's no longer lawful cops do it all the time states the law states that self-defense in itself is stopping a threat from its threatening behavior so once that threatening behavior has stopped right that's where your use of force actually should stop as well
0: well, then my question goes, before I go back to BD, then we'll get into the round roundtable. Uh, you'll have five or six cops on a guy, and they all empty it out, but it's self-defense. But it don't, uh, you know, go over to us as well?
2: No. So police are actually mm-hmm. held to an entirely different use of force law.
4: Because yeah, they, they are have obligations
2: to do certain things. So in that situation, a police officer is held to a completely different set of laws than the average civilian is because they are required to put themselves in harm way. We are not.
0: So they can all five open up and empty their clips, but we can't open our, we can't empty ours.
2: I mean, in certain circumstances, they may be able to, right? And there's certain circumstances that we would be able to, but there's also... You see a lot of situations where, where police didn't act in, court, in coordinates with the law. And what happens? Mm-hmm. They lose their job and they end up in prison. So they mm-hmm. may be hand, held to a different standard of law. But that doesn't mean that they're still not held to a, to a use of force law. Whereas in, it, when we talk about you know, unloading a magazine, that comes down to, well, is the threat stopping its threatening behavior? Because I've seen situations here in Philly where someone would be on PCP. And get shot seventeen times and still be moving forwards. Well, I'm gonna shoot you in the head. So keep moving, then. You know.
0: <laughs>
2: but that's where it comes down to. You need to understand your your laws and what you're when when you're required to stop as well.
0: Right. Let's go uh, around the table, uh, J-Man. Go for it.
2: Well,
1: oh, it's. Uh, <laughs> I just. Uh, I don't carry my weapon out of the house because I don't feel I need to. So I've never needed my, you know, concealed carry permit. But uh, I have went out in the woods, you know, with friends and, and, you know, went through some motions and, you know, learned a few things, you know. So that's why I feel if you want a concealed carry permit, you should have to take a course like that. Mm -hmm. Even if it's with paintballs, I'm sorry. I mean, you still should have to take a course like that. Where you know how to drop that threat, and how not, you know to do it lawfully, like you
6: said.
0: Well, there goes how we won the West, Dark Soul. <laughs> <laughs> Your turn.
6: Uh, I'm a member with uh, USCCA. I do Casil carry, and <clears throat> to the, uh, the extent, why are. A few states not being covered by USCCA. Prime example: New York is one of the baddest lawbreakers far as gun, you know, with the Second Amendment. Well, yeah, the heart you take everything from you and bend you over and shove it up your. Beep. Oh no!
0: Swearing. <laughs> no swearing on the show. So
6: the
2: the reason that certain states aren't um, now when when they say that they aren't there that doesn't mean if you go into new york and get put into a self-defense incident it can't be a covered incident that's not what that's saying that's saying if you live in the state of new york that you're not allowed to purchase a membership because their state their state's insurance commissioner does not allow this type of insurance to be sold in their state right and a lot of that could be simply because you know if they don't have a self-defense law whatsoever and the insurance benefit covers lawful act of self-defense they're claiming that you know that can't be a product that it has any relevance and some of the situations are things like that or you know um i know washington had had some hiccups where they're we're still trying to figure out exactly how to get back in they wanted certain certain alterations made to the benefits before they would allow and then there was a seven-year grace period um, before we could reapply,
3: Jeez.
1: Toby, if uh, if you're carrying that gun, you should know how to shoot people in the head.
0: Most people won't be able to get a headshot unless it's ten yards or less. That's you're just gonna,
1: my. When you kill somebody, you're going you
5: to They don't teach you headshots when you go for your training in CCW. It's not in you're right.
4: Illinois. way. Right.
2: they do they
5: head, do chest shots.
2: Correct. You always aim for the center mass because it's the largest the largest area of body, which is makes it the easiest to hit, and it's where all of your vital organs are. So it naturally has more stopping power because if you take vital organs out of the picture, your body quickly stops.
5: Yeah.
0: Right. So Race it incapacitates the threat.
4: Yeah, so we found out who our liberal is in the group, J Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, And, uh, Hollywood, what's up with you having my state uh, concealed carry permit? I thought you didn't like Utah.
0: You're good for some stuff other than having multiple women as wives, man, other than (laughs) that,
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm a concealed carry permit holder, and I'd like to know, like, that app, you talked about that app. I'd like to know more about it because I go all over the place, different states around here, and i honestly don't know the law i just carry anyway to be quite honest. oh,
3: oh my god well Jeez. that's not good so, yeah that, that's crazy so we need
2: to get you squared away with the right way to do things hey i'm, um, I'm being real is so you, and, if, and, and if, hey if a lot of it a lot of it is just most of the time it's lack of knowledge not having access to the right information to be able right. to handle ourselves in, in accordance um well, so the one app that i had spoken about is called uscca reciprocity um, if you search USCCA, there's going to be three different apps. There's Train USCCA, which is the Protector Academy app where you can train on your phone uh, based off of what membership you have. There is the regular USCCA app where it, it handles all of your, your, um, your account information, all that. And it, In addition, you have the access to the concealed carry magazine located in there as well. And then there's a third app called USCCA Reciprocity. That USCCA Reciprocity app is the one where you can take your individualized permit information, you plug it into your account, and it will show you a live map of where you can and can't carry, what states have restrictions, what those restrictions are, and where you absolutely cannot carry. Okay, you cool. also have the ability to turn on location services where it will ding your phone and say, you just crossed into Delaware from Pennsylvania. If it just gives you that message, it means that your permit is honored in that state and you can lawfully still conceal carry based off of the permits that you possess, both resident and non-resident. And then if it's a state where you can't carry, it will say, you know, hypothetically, you just crossed into Washington, D.C. and I can't carry there. So it would say, you just crossed into Washington, D.C. from Virginia. Go home. Your permit is not honored here. (laughs) So I know, okay, now I need to look at the laws which is a button right below, you click the state laws, you go to that specific state's laws, and when you, you look at that information, it will tell you, okay, here's the proper transportation laws for that individual state. Here's how you lawfully transport that firearm. So if you are pulled over, the police will not arrest you because
4: you are transporting the firearm properly according right. to the state laws. And BD, in my defense, gangsters and criminals don't give a shit about this law.
3: Don't swear. I'll cut you. So here's the deal. Right. Here's the deal, Gray Star. Uh gangsters and criminals don't, but they're not the ones to get caught. Uh That's they weren't planning on getting caught in the first place. Good it's one. you and if you don't have this app, uh they've got reciprocity map that you can just go uh the actually the in N- NRA has one. Uh, and you go there, and it tells you where you can carry. It tells you where your your, your license is good at, and it tells you the law. So, for instance, uh, you know, I, I like living in Georgia because just a, you can just about travel the entire south, almost from coast to coast. But when you get pulled over in Texas, for instance, Texas has a law that requires you to say to the police officer, I have a concealed weapon permit, and I have that weapon on me when he pulls you over. Georgia Isn't, doesn't have that requirement, right. so, you so you've broken the law in Texas if you get pulled over with your you you can carry there, but you got to let them know you got it. And Kansas has a complete you know has something different. Oklahoma, so you you got to know these laws because the the penalties are crazy. So I can. <laughs> Let
0: me uh, interrupt here before I go to Bedlam, and you know what I'm talking about here. Say a member of a motorcycle club has a CCW permit. He's all legal in the state of Texas. He's a member of USCCA, but because his motorcycle club is on the gang task force list, they arrest him for having a legal CCW permit did nothing wrong but other than be a part of a motorcycle club and I know that there's a, a lot of them watching and listening to us right now what would you say to them what would USCCA do for them
2: um so in that situation it is tough because it's it's not a it's not a self defense incident in that case right so the the insurance limits would not necessarily apply. Now there are some other funds and stuff that the USCCA has for one off situations that could possibly apply, um, depending on circumstance and stuff. But I mean, realistically, in that situation, you're you're going to have an attorney knocking on your door that wants to that wants to represent you because they know that that settlement that you're going to get from them wrongfully arresting you. <laughs> is gonna be would, is gonna be quite would happy
0: you, would so US uh, in that situation as, would US uh, CCA as an organization at least file a brief or any of that on his behalf?
2: Um not necessarily but they in that situation you know if you called in they may be able to point you in a direction of the of of the best attorney to handle that situation like a referral right um, like
4: a referral I'm right. sorry, can you repeat that? A referral?
2: Yeah, basically. Um, it, it's it's a tough situation because the insurance benefits state specifically self-defense incident, and wrongful arrest does not fall under that category.
0: Okay, Bedlam, go for it. Then
5: we'll get the dr- dragon.
2: You need, you need to
1: drink. all oh, you're at work.
5: I'm not drinking. I might yeah, work. Yeah, all I was going to say was, you know, I got a carry as use ditch card, you know, so, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> uh, my question is, is that, you know, I know when on the bike, you know, some bikes don't have bags, so forth, so the only place you can carry it is on your person, but if you've got different states of different, you know, laws, what are you going to do if you're crossing the state line, and you can't put your you know, weapon away, that's the question. Um, How are you going to transport it then?
2: In in my personal, in that situation, personally, what I would do is I would be using a lockbox similar to something like this that is TSA approved. It does not allow people to get into it from either side. I would lock my firearm in one of them, lock my ammunition in another one and then keep my magazines completely unloaded also in something like a backpack or some form of bag that it, that is actually detachable from my body
5: you Well see pre- that that means you would have to carry all that in the backpack and it'd still all be located in one area correct and usually and usually like here in the state of Illinois, they want you to keep it separate correct. in two different areas they-
2: they are deemed separate because they're in separate lockboxes. No, wait a minute, criminal!
4: Hold on, I gotta open this box to get my gun. Yeah, yeah. You can just, Give, give it. me it just
2: does, a few it minutes. It a little bit of an inconvenience of having to carry the extra things. But I your other option is: what happens if you get pulled over and you go to jail and get a, you know, an unlawful possession of a firearm, or you know, something like that? It's better to be safe than sorry. And sometimes that little extra inconvenience of carrying those lock boxes or something, it, it can make a large difference in your everyday-to-day life and, yeah, and really being able to preserve your criminal. Life. A criminal. Uh-huh. To
4: rob
5: you, I was just yeah. curious because, you know, state of Illinois, here's state of Illinois. The rules are different. But as soon as I cross the state line into Missouri, boom, open carry. Yep. You don't need nothing. You know, I can carry it on my hip. Nobody Nobody cares.
6: But here's the thing. All these, these, all these statues and codes are actually unconstitutional. You know, they make it so hard for the ones that actually carry it to protect themselves. You got to have it in a three different separate things. I mean, that's freaking BS. You know, you're in and you're getting fired up on everything. Oh, I got to get this. I got to get that. That's BS, you know.
0: We'll get into that uh, for the second segment, guys. I want to be able to ask Chris stuff before we let him uh, go. BD,
3: you're up. Yeah, so Chris, um, you, you got a lot of information. And, and you know, guys, I hear you guys moaning and complaining, but the bottom line is if you don't want to take your behind the jail, you better know these laws and you better practice them. They, they're not going to hear any crying you have. to. Like, for instance, uh, you take your gun, you ride riding your motorcycle, you take your gun to California and you ride across the California state line and you put uh, your weapons <laughs> in one bag and lock it and you put your ammunition and stuff in the other bag and lock it. But you've got a uh, magazine that carries more than 10 bullets. Bro, you go into prison. That's the bottom line. So you better know these laws. It ain't no game. So it uh, ain't none of all this crying and none of this. If you're going to carry a gun, you better be responsible because in America, and a lot of places where they don't like guns, they don't like gun owners, uh, you're taking your your freedom into your own hand. Uh, Chris, what I'd like to know from you is this training that we get, this training is online, this is online training, and how can you possibly train um, intelligently online? And then I, I was looking at something else where it says, you can go to now that you've had your training you can go to an actual some of you guys certified or affiliated um <laughs> training ra- ranges or um training uh facilities does that cost money in, in above the uh the membership so those are my two questions for you
2: so um to, to your first question all of the training is done online and the reason that that is so effective is because we start talking a little bit more about the mentality portion right? To train your mental to be able to handle these situations doesn't require pressing a trigger, right? And a lot of the things that you learn are more of the understanding, the situational awarenesses, what to look for, what to be aware of in these situations. So it trains your brain to look at the world a different way, and it trains your mind to, to come all together with that physical realm, right? So it, it really is all-encompassing. For instance, would I find benefit watching Tiger Woods swing a golf club? Absolutely. It would make me a better golfer in small facets, but I'm not going to be able to swing a golf club like Tiger Woods, unless if I go and see a golf instructor that can work me through getting to that level. Right. So there is that fine balance of understanding your why and being mentally prepared, but also understanding how to physically apply it and be able to physically do that. So when we talk about going to that, uh, that instructor that you're mentioning. Now, USCCA does have plenty of instructors that are certified. And the reason for that is because the curriculum itself speak is, is phenomenal. Now it is their own individual business that they are operating similar to like an NRA instructor can charge what they want for an NRA class. The instructor, it is still the instructor's time and all they really are is certified in the discipline to really make sure that they can show them that the competencies so it would be an extra charge to go and visit that instructor but realistically let's think about it are we going to regret any time money or effort that we put into being prepared for that worst day of our life if it saved our life
0: well, that, like- was that that was uh good stuff i do want to get into the, uh, a debate with the other guys uh before i let you go chris uh how do you join uscca
2: great question so to join the uscca um you're just going to go to the website you're going to type in uscca.com forward slash remote r-e-m-o-t-e and then it's going to bring you to a landing page that asks for a code the specific code that you're going to type in is going to be christopher p in all capital letters C H R I S T O P H E R and the letter P. You type that in, you join, it'll show you the three member levels, and you can click and read through the difference in member levels. And then you will actually receive a uh, if you join at Platinum or Elite, you will receive an additional free gift for joining at that level as well. Or Chris, does, uh, uh,
3: hold on, let me let me ask you this does, does joining at every level? Give you this insurance or is this up above and beyond?
2: Correct. So all three levels have the same exact insurance benefit. So whether you're at the $29 a month at gold or whether you're at $49 a month at Elite, you still have the same coverage limits on insurance benefit. The only difference is the amount of training that you receive.
3: Rock do you on. get to a level where your training is, um, where you've done all the training you need to do? I mean, is there some sort of certification? Are you able to become an instructor? Uh,
2: so you can always become an instructor. Um, the certifications really they help in a couple major categories. For instance, on like on my bag, you'll see that I have some certification patches saying that I've completed those certification levels. You're also going to get a sheet emailed to you saying congratulations on completing this level. And the reason that training is so important is because if you're put into a self-defense incident, they have documented evidence of the training that you've completed that can be exported to the attorney. And when your attorney comes in and they're talking about whether they're going to press charges and the attorney says, here's documented evidence of him doing all this training, do we think he handled it wrong? Oftentimes that that takes the argument of your character off the table because you're prepared. You're going that extra mile to be that responsible American, in training, so right. it, it does yield a lot of benefit on the back end if you're ever put into an incident because there's documentation that you have been training that show that you're a good, you have a good character.
3: That's uh, that's really cool. And um, finally, I, I, this wasn't made clear to me, and I'm sorry if you've already explained it, but is this this is not like uh, prepaid legal? I mean, you guys are going to cover the legal fees. Or am I going to have to pay above an extra for an attorney?
2: Correct. The fees are included in that. So you are a member. If you're put into a self-defense incident, you call the critical response team. They open the insurance claim on your behalf. Then from there, they get you in contact with the attorney. You are not paying for that attorney in that moment. Okay. So in that situation, say you're proven innocent, right? That cost of that attorney to defend that case, it's not coming out of your pocket. And if they sue you and say they settle for $1.9 million and you, were, you weren't convicted of a crime that's under that $2 million threshold, that's not coming out of your pocket either, either. So when you're saying prepaid legal, there are some companies out there that are prepaid legal and they pay for the attorney. That's completely different than what we do. Because the USCCA actually has an, an insurance benefit. It's, a, it's an insurance product that, that is associated with that membership.
3: So my, right. my, my thing is, is is there a point that I might have to pay until I'm proven innocent and then I get my money refunded? Or are you guys handling it from start to finish? or, uh, or it's, you know?
2: it's handled from start to finish. And in the case that you're found guilty of charges the insurance company does have a recruitment clause where they have the ability to reclaim that money in the case that you are found guilty that doesn't mean that they always will but they have the ability to in that in that situation um, so it is important to note that as well and there's also as part of as part of that there's a there's a $100,000 specifically allocated for bail which means that if your bail set at a million dollars 10% of that is going to be 100,000 And that would be covered also included in that membership. Wow, that's cool. So not just the attorney, not just the damages, but there's also that ability for your your bail. And there's also $10,000 available for incidentals. So something like if they confiscate your firearm following that and you can't get your firearm back, you can be reimbursed the MSRP of that firearm because you can't get it back.
0: Rock on! Oh, okay, so
2: one, more
6: thing, one more thing. You're forgetting we'll one more hurry, thing,
0: guys, because we're gonna be uh, going into the debate section.
6: You got. They also get seven hundred fifty dollars up to seven hundred fifty dollars per day for actual loss of income. Correct. On top of that, and
2: that that per day up to is whatever you're actually making. It doesn't automatically go to seven fifty. It's based off of your actual income.
6: Yeah.
3: Oh gee, I thought I was gonna get the whole 750. Well, there you go, Chris. We appreciate
0: having you on the yeah, show. If you you know, we'll have more information for you guys that are interested in joining USCCA. Really appreciate you coming on and uh giving Thank us your Chris. tips, man.
2: Absolutely. You, Chris. In addition to that, if there's anybody out there who has additional questions that they may want to ask, um, that is on this stream, you can always actually give me a call as well. My cell phone number is 484-832-0031. You can give me a call and I'll answer any questions you may have in addition to that as well and help you through the process if you need help.
0: Ooh, cool. Rock on, man. All right, Chris. Bro. We'll see you later, man. Uh, we're going to get into the debate section when we're a little late here. Uh, so we appreciate having you on, man. It Thank was you so much. I appreciate
2: Chris, it. Thank Thanks you. for Thank being you. here. Hi, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Enjoy the rest of your
5: evening.
0: <laughs> yep, you do. I'll
5: see later, Chris.
0: Okay, I'm gonna get some debate going, and I'm gonna play a little devil's advocate here, and we're gonna <laughs> go around on the round table and talk about it. Uh, so I'm gonna put the subject out there. Personally. I think it's uh, a good thing if you're really interested in that type of stuff. I think it's a prepaid legal type of deal, and that usually don't work out that well. Uh, Maybe you guys that are members, uh, you know, could explain more. Uh, Personally, though, I think what's going on in this country, we're so divided, and gun rights is always a hot-button issue that there's always people out there that... uh, Try to, you know, get a payday off of that stuff. Uh, well, so I'm
1: confused because I asked him if if I went to jail, and uh, he t- said that I had to pay for my attorney, and then he's telling again, no, me, man. That, way- go way, around,
0: man, we're gonna go around the table, man. We're not gonna walk all over. Go ahead,
1: yeah, okay. Now, he told me that I had to get my own attorney. And, or a public defender, he said yes, that's, that's what he told me. I think, and he then said, he yeah. said, then he tells uh, BD that they'll Only pay if for you're the guilty, attorney. man.
4: If you're guilty you know, of wrongdoing and not self defense, that's then when you that's they cut you off up until then, they'll cover you, okay.
0: Dark Soul, your thoughts.
6: Uh, It is. Uh, it, You you say it's a prepaid legal. It's not. It, it's a lot more to it than that. I mean, you get your education. I've already taken two of their courses. Uh, I've been having that I signed up at uh, back in December. I've been looking at it for a long time, doing a lot of my homework. There's uh, four other companies out there that offer this kind of stuff, and they seem very legit uh, and through people, other people I know that have had it. Uh, They're a really good company and representative. Uh, Their legal is top notch and you pay for what you get, you know. Uh, Mm -hmm. To what you were saying, J-Man, if you're found guilty, that's where it gets cut off. Then you're going to be handed a public defender to go forward. Okay. Uh, In the meantime, all the way up till the investigation, uh, they're with you 100%.
1: I, I uh, took it. I took it that, uh, you know, you had to pay for your own attorney.
6: No, that's, that's I, that's what all paid for I said, it,
1: yeah,
6: if you go to the website, to their website and it breaks it down for you, what it's actually covered or not. Uh, I mean, they even go further to having the, the red flag laws. If you get in a red flag law situation, you're covered. And the way this uh, got to watch what I say, because we might be listening to uh they come knocking on your door and trying to take your stuff for no apparent reason. Cause your neighbor don't like you, you know, they're there to protect you. You know what I'm saying? And, well, know, go ahead and the benefits of it and everything to make sure my family's taken care of while I'm sitting in that freaking cell waiting to be arraigned and all that mess, you know, that extra 700 up to $750 a day to cover along with my attorney fees and stuff. I'm, I'm going to tell you now, I can't afford attorney right now. I mean, I'm pretty well that's, versed. I'm pretty well versed with the laws exactly now.
1: exactly what I was saying. I, I can't and, afford attorney.
6: Well, uh, I'm pretty well versed right. with the laws now. And the only way you know is actually getting into the books and actually studying stuff. They're, you're not taught in this at school. They want you coming out blind as a bad school and not knowing everything. You know, they don't mm-hmm. teach you law. They don't teach you. you know, they bare minimum stuff to get you by.
4: Man, you don't carry outside the house anyway, so you're
1: just gonna get robbed. It doesn't matter. Uh, you, you're not gonna <laughs> rob me. I'm gonna take your gun and shoot you with it.
0: <laughs> you're, you're not. Uh, you robbed. know, let's uh, get going on, uh, you know, Gray Star. One thing that confused the hell out of me was they do offer educational courses, but they're online. Now I already know that won't meet Illinois standards. And a lot of other training standards. So, would it be the insurance that you were going for if you would join, or what else would you go for with a program like the this? The
4: only thing I would do with this program is the insurance. Um, as far as training is concerned, I would search locally for uh, a provider in Utah, in my in my state. A good of physical training.
5: That's
0: Your, my thought. opinion
5: anyway. Your thoughts, Bedlam. Because uh, you're
0: LA, you know how we are here.
5: Yeah, I, I looked in uh, all the CCW and law. It's basically, I have weapons, period. And it's the purchaser of the weapons responsibility, period, to get their training, to get anything they need is regards to following the laws of their state period (laughs) um but if they want to play outlaw that's their final choice let's just leave it at that in my case (laughs) Right.
7: right because
5: i'm i'm jumping from state to state you know all the time and i do not pay attention to Everybody's laws because I was born in the USA and plan on staying, being born in the USA and do my own thing. <laughs> and Black what Dragon. others don't know won't kill me. <laughs> Black Dragon, you seemed
0: uh, real interested in the program. What caught your eye on it?
3: I've been looking at it for a while, and uh, it comes across my feed. And you got you guys know I'm a prepper, and I have my channel, uh, uh, Think Tactical, and my uh, um, uh, podcast, Think Tactical, and my website, thinktacticalnews.com. Mm-hmm. I haven't been posting on it lately, but uh, you know Hollywood and I have been talking here, and I'm getting ready to start paste- posting on Think Tactical again. And I've been thinking about this because, like I said, I've known four guys that I am personally uh, acquainted with, And each one of them had to kill somebody. And uh, um, um, each person uh, had a legal kill uh, that was eventually adjudicated as uh, as a good shoot. And each one of those persons lost a great deal of money, a great deal of time, and they were afraid the entire time that they were going to prison. Even a friend of mine who stopped a murder... The woman was stabbed 30 or 40 damn times. The man attacked her twice. Her ex-husband attacked her, uh, stabbed her up 15, 20 times. He, being a wrestling coach, attacked the man, pulled the man off the woman. He was covered in her blood. The man jumps up off of her, runs out the back door. He goes to his car to get his gun. He wasn't carrying his gun. He comes back to the store. The man has just run out of the front door and then came all the way around and came through the back door, and now he's on top. When he gets back into the place, the fool stabbing her again. So he pulls his gun, threat, you know, uh, tells the guy to, to to cease and desist, and the guy now decides to charge him with the knife in his hand. So he took the guy out. Now the guy's a black guy. He's a white guy, and and so he's got a whole bunch of issues he's facing. Is this um racial is this this is this that or whatever the case may be and this is what you would think would be clear-cut and he almost went to prison The the district attorney is looking at him all salty and looking at him all sideways and you talk about several things money lost um money lost for uh uh you know while you're off your job uh, a lot of people live in paycheck to paycheck three or four days or a week off a job or, let alone a month or two And that that's enough to sink some people. So I'm looking at it. and I'm saying this might be an interesting pro program, uh, for 29 to $49 a month. What all does it give? And so there'd be a lot of negative things to say about the training. Well, they can't train you personally, blah, blah, blah. But most of you guys don't even train any kind of way. So, um, some training off the internet will at least put your mind in the right place. I mean, most guys do not train with drawing they do not train multiple situations they don't even think about stuff like if i jump behind a door like they do on television that door really is not going to protect me there and so just them putting you in the right mindset even if it is uh training online uh will prepare you better than most people who get their gun get their piece. They got all these guns on them. And man, let me tell you, I just saw a video the other day. uh, Some Mexican drug cartel dudes uh, came after some other Mexican drug cartel dudes and the other dudes were partying and drunk and every one of them had a gun and they got so murdered. It was just, it was, it was ridiculous. And they, and they even pulled their guns out and shot that. Listen, if you're not, if your mind's not in the game, it doesn't even matter if you got your gun or not. They got wasted. the The, the opposing force didn't lose one, not one guy. That's it. Doesn't matter if
1: you're trained either. That's another reason I don't carry when, when I'm out riding and things like that because I don't know if I'm going to get drunk or if I'm going to get high or if I'm going to get this or if I'm going to get that. So you know, I don't. You know, I don't want to be put in that situation.
0: Well, let's go around the round table again. Let's talk about. Uh, see, I kind of lost. Faith in a lot of this type of stuff after Kyle Rittenhouse because it seems like it depends... Well, if you were in Chicago, your ass is going to jail. It's just the way it is. When you're in these different type of states and because our Congress, they did have a chance to pass this stuff when uh, the Republicans held the House, Senate, and the presidency, but they don't want it. So,
3: well, How do you lose... Uh, Faith because of Carl Rittenhouse. What how he did won. He, <laughs> yeah. I
0: did, but the things he went through and how the, it was prosecuted?
3: He's supposed to go through those things. When you no, shoot, he's somebody, not you're supposed to be looked at with uh, John <laughs> <laughs> You know uh, we can't just open and shut the case. Okay, you're good. Definitely yeah, not, yeah. I mean you should he
1: should have went to jail at first. Why? It's, because you take the he shot somebody until, the until, the it's time, until it's investigated, until it's investigated. And well, first
0: bounce. is supposed to come the investigation. Then you go to jail. They didn't investigate nothing because it was a riot, and he was a you know a white kid with an AR-15 mm-hmm. that started shooting up.
3: And they the, didn't uh, do it. I don't think that they didn't
0: do no investigation. They
3: with an AR-15, he'd got the same uh crap, probably worse,
1: or a woman.
4: And Black Dragon, honestly,
3: he probably wouldn't have he'd be probably found guilty. I'm saying. Unfortunately. They, they find black
0: kids with ar 15s guilty every single day. Right. <laughs> so is it a racial issue in no, the United it, States? It, when it, it depends it comes on to what life?
3: you do. I mean,
1: it, it, clearly with the video with Kyle Rittenhouse, it was self-defense.
0: But,
3: you know. If and they if they
0: ever, did that investigation that's instead that's
3: of. What Kyle Rittenhouse went through. Was absolutely self defense. Uh, the question to me, the question that, that I think a lot of people asked is can you start some stuff and then you started it and now you're claiming self defense? That was really no. A big no. 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 And, and well, in in the case of um, George Zimmerman, and wasn't that his name? Yeah. Oh, case- yeah, yeah. He was Florida. able to start some mess, start getting his butt kicked. Kill the person. And the jury said, yeah, you can start it and you can claim self defense. That's what the jury said. Yeah. But, uh, and, and so Kyle Rittenhouse went through the same thing. Can you show up in a city that you don't live in? His uh,
0: dad did. Don't even start passing them rumors, man. His dad did. His, his, his dad mom, mother, it, He lived
3: in a different city. You, that's, he lived with his mom. That's where his custody was.
0: And oh, he worked God. in Kenosha. He worked in Kenosha again. Let's say that. All right. That. All
7: people. right. All right.
3: Can you go to the city? <laughs> can you go to a city uh, where and then go so-called protect some stuff that ain't yours. You ain't got no business being there. Sorry. And, that, and that's what it came oh,
5: out of. Okay, hey, no, 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 no. I, I got something to say in regards to this right here.
1: Hey, Bedlam, do you need us to come protect your business?
5: No. This okay. comes okay. down to protecting my neighbor.
1: Neighbor. Same thing my as neighbor. a business. Neighbor, yeah. my neighbor. Yes, I will protect.
5: Same thing as a business. If there's a business next door to my house,
1: there. he didn't live there. But it was his
5: grandpa's business. Huh? I never. It goes down the same scenario: house or business, neighbor or business. If I got a business and I know the guy, and he's living next, you know, I live next door to it. You think I ain't gonna help that guy? I'm Being an American, you know, a true.
4: Hell yeah. American, there's that good Samaritan crack.
0: No, well, actually, but um, uh, we, had, we had Antifa
5: being flown in, they were
0: professional writers. That's,
6: that's
5: the thing, that's the thing. If there's a, if I got a neighbor, I treat my neighbors well, all right, and help them as much as I can. And yeah. hell, I had a bet that died. I had a vet that died two years ago because somebody killed him in his house right across the street from me. Okay? Gunfire, everything. So if I would have known that and been home, I would have ran over there and helped protect him. Period. Wow, I shouldn't have got on Kyle house, but... uh... (laughs) I'm going to tell you what. When he comes down to neighboring businesses, I'll protect my fellow man's shit. Period. I don't care. Totally agree. We'll get
0: to your response in a minute, Black Dragon. I got to get Dark Soul in here. We debate on independent writers, Black Dragon. You can't.
4: Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, liberals just need to be quiet, J-Man.
5: Take the paintball gun and go somewhere, buddy. Take the paintball gun and go
6: somewhere. Hey man, go puff a little bit. Go puff on your little, your little pipe there for a little bit. As we're, soon as we're finished, let's let's throw them in. And do what we need to do. Uh, Shaggy, you're correct on what you uh, pointed out. Uh, someone who has it and just are afraid to pull it won't uh, end up doing it. But in all reality, if you're going to pull it, you better pull that trigger. That's what yep. I'm up. pulling, it and
5: you ain't getting up after I pull. Yep.
6: I'm
1: 100 behind That's that, a, that we'll too. If on. I'm going to use it, it's going to be used, and you it's the end of it.
6: You now here's another thing. I'd rather have it and not use it, and not have it, and be left out you in need. the blank. Yeah, okay. have it, not it, well, you I want
4: to give out.
0: black I want to give Black Dragon the opportunity to uh, rebut whatever he wants to rebut because this is a debate. Go ahead, BD.
3: So, um, uh, you know, there are elements of what Kyle Rittenhouse uh, did that I you know, at some point he got to a point where he had to damn defend himself. And I don't, I don't care what you say at, at some point people hitting you with skateboards and trying to jump on you and another guy yeah. pulled a gun out, those are all people that, that, that probably needed to go away. And a couple of them did. Um, it's what you
5: call the force continuum. When you the threat force continuum, I I totally agree with it. If he's getting attacked by something, he's got full right to shoot.
3: Period. So at that point, right, it Colby. doesn't matter whether I was right or whether I was wrong. At that point, I got boogeymen trying to, trying to, trying to. You, you don't get to disarm me. Cut that out. Stop it. You know, <laughs> you don't get to take my gun. You don't get to hit me in the head with a with, with a skateboard. You don't get to jump in the air at me and kick at me. And you don't get to pull a gun on me. These are things I like. John Wayne and the Shooters. These are things I don't do to others, and these are things that I won't allow others to do to me. I, I completely agree with that. Mark now,
4: Dragon, can, yes, can I ask sir? you a question, sir? Uh huh, you are trained in martial arts, are you not? I am, therefore, wouldn't you be considered a weapon as it is?
3: Yeah, but I'm an old weapon, man. These knees, are... <laughs> Come on, man.
4: More. Come on. I'm, I'm,
3: I'm, a, I'm an outdated you, weapon. They, we've seen a weapon, too. Do they use it anymore? Hell no. So,
4: I, I'm just saying, like that, the one you were talking about where the guy was stabbing his wife 20 times, if dude was trained in martial arts he wouldn't have had to go out there and get his gun he, 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 you just he was a, uh,
3: a wrestling coach so he was trained in martial arts wrestling is martial arts but um man you know he had sense enough to know the first time i wrestled that guy off his wife and i was all slippery with her blood and i was able to get him off that was lucky you know, you don't see cops. Cops get trained, too. They get trained in nightsticks and billy yeah, clubs. Right. But they're not fixing to pull their billy club out and go after your butt. Yeah, Uh They're going to use might their, have, their, their weapon. Now, I right. um, got
1: stabbed, too. You're, you're right.
3: Now, Jammin, uh, I love you, buddy. Uh, but uh, J-Man. <laughs> I would call him Jammin. Jammin, I love you. You follow my show. I absolutely love you. But uh, I, I have to disagree with some of this Um uh, I don't agree that you need that you should have to. Uh, in Georgia, you could be you could be uh, mentally challenged or whatever the case may be. They're giving you a gun. This is a shall-issue state, and you have the right to carry a weapon. And you ain't got to take no courses or none of that. You have a right to carry, and and as long as you haven't beaten your wife, broken the law. You're not a felon. You get a weapon. Ish. You get a, a license. All you got to do is take your forty-five dollars. And I think that should be illegal. But you just take your 45 dollars down there. Get your fingerprints taken, and then you give them another. Uh, it comes out to about a hundred bucks all total. And uh, now you got your your weapon. I think that is uh, is too much. I think uh, 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 there are some people that don't have a hundred dollars, but well, we. Look- Let me ask
0: you this, BD. You're in Georgia, and I'll go around the table on this question. Do you think there's a disconnect between rural and urban way of thinking about gun rights?
3: Well, there certainly is here in Georgia, because uh, if you live rural Georgia, uh, you get your concealed carry permit like three or four days uh, after you uh, apply for it. And if you are in um, uh, Atlanta, Georgia, or, or anywhere around here, the folks here are anti-gun. So it takes you about four or five months to get your permit versus a guy that lives out in uh, rural Georgia who goes in there and damn near gets his permit in the same day. So, uh, yeah. Well, we, we got know, China Owl joining here Ohio, us. Here in
1: Ohio. uh, Anti- uh China oh. Here while,
6: black, like dragon. Be <laughs> black dragon. Yes, what girl. is the name of that town in Georgia that is require? Care- Care- and what saw, is the Georgia. crime level there? I don't know. Zero. Well, Zero. I
1: think Go look crime it up. level would be down everywhere if everybody could just carry it right on their side.
3: And uh, everybody yeah. from from my home state of Oklahoma. Uh, here in Oklahoma, we have constitutional carry, but no permit required. But
6: uh, yeah, open you know,
1: carry here in, in Ohio, you're allowed to carry it
6: openly. That's it. That goes back. I'm in Pennsylvania. You, you got to go pay, like you're saying, black Dragon, You got to go pay your little fee and stuff to get permission. You're converting the right, Pennsylvania.
3: Place. Once you got that Pennsylvania card, you can carry almost anywhere in the United States of America. Yep. In Utah,
4: in Utah, all you have to do is go buy the gun and you can carry it. You don't have to pay for nothing, you don't need fingerprints or nothing. But as soon as you want to get your concealed carry permit, then you're talking the fingerprints and the money and all that. Right. That's the way it is in Ohio here. Yeah. Well, I was getting that.
6: Uh, be,
1: versus Pennsylvania. Can I yeah. I mean
5: guys, can I say something real quick here? Okay. Sure. Go ahead. It's funny is that everybody says, Oh, I gotta pay this, I gotta pay that, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. You don't have to do it. What does this
6: mean? What does that mean? What I'm
5: getting at is you're asking somebody permission to do something that you can legally do without yeah. giving it. I'm not no. paying, I'm not paying anything. I go buy my firearms. Period. Done.
1: Okay, you don't have a concealed carry permit. Correct? Well, I wanted to
5: get. Uh, is Tia there? Is there one, it's the more. The, what the problem here is the mo- more people that know what you're doing is what makes it illegal. Okay, that's like Brock Dragon just said. He has channels about his preparedness or what have you, right? Now, if I'm prepping in my house. Do you think I'm gonna tell everybody I'm doing
4: it? Hell no! no. <laughs>
5: <laughs> hey guys, I want to get. Where
4: I'm
0: uh, going. Right, <laughs> I'm gonna get uh, the girls' uh, opinions on this. Kind <laughs> happens to be afraid of having guns around.
7: Since when do you want their opinion?
0: Because <laughs> women, uh, you know, let's get Tia in here, uh, BD. I
7: have a Floyd card.
0: Yeah, you got a Floyd card.
1: <laughs> a what card? Floyd. A Floyd card.
0: You have to have a Floyd right. card in Illinois. Firearms yeah, on identification. Own the firearms. Do okay, they actually China let Law. you
3: guys have guns there? I, I heard that you couldn't even have a gun anywhere in the whole damn state.
0: Yeah, you can have a gun. We do. <laughs> you you can't carry, carry them anywhere, can you? So, for somebody like China Dow, I, I think I scared her because the first gun I let her shoot of mine
7: was a 357 Magnum, and it shot me on my booty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I let her shoot a .357 long barrel Magnum. uh
7: no more, no yeah, more. I won't. To introduce, in introduce the girl,
3: and put a put a cannon in her hand. You watch that Hollywood. How do you feel about concealed carry?
7: how do i personally feel about it um well uh i can use examples like the gas station i mean personally speaking uh it would freak me out i mean i i don't i mean y'all got the right to do what you got to do but working at a gas station you know we got enough issues at a gas station like
1: they expect
7: us to chase people that drive off with gas and I'm sorry because uh, I I don't know what the heck they have on them, so I don't agree with that. <laughs> but I mean, to each their own. I mean, Why I do personally you drive off of gas? Gas? don't you have to prepay? Not at ours. <laughs> Why well, wow. here in Illinois, you do not have to prepay for it. You, you just don't can have to prepay put here the, either. With the thing wow. and, and gas, man, and they can oh, take off, which they do. Ha- they do. The they brother from.
3: <laughs> and they
7: and they want us to chase the people that are driving off. And I'm like, there's no way I'm chasing these people. You don't know what they got on them.
0: So you wouldn't be... Uh, I'm not a fan. You wouldn't be more secure
7: if you had a gun underneath uh, no. the register. Let's just no. say she
1: does have a gun under the
7: register, okay? <laughs> if I did have one under the register, then, you know... They wouldn't let me use it.
3: <laughs> how about uh, Tia Black Dragon? How yeah, she she's trying, she's trying yeah. to get herself together. Tia Tia has her concealed carry. Hey, I went and got it. that for her. Uh, well, yeah, I it think, only
1: cost a hundred bucks.
3: Yeah. What do you mean only? <laughs> you in the wrong state, man. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I think it's like uh, twenty five dollars for the fingerprints, and then there's a certain amount if you want a two-year license and if you want a five-year license it's like 75 dollars, some mess and right. uh it's you know uh i, I think it's like a 100 bucks or something if i remember correctly and uh i had to uh, yep yeah, but tia's got hers i got it for her uh and then oh my you should see the beautiful gun i bought her with uh uh my friend's a gunsmith. So it's got these ports on it, and it's it's got powder coat red on it, and it's got her name Redbone on it, and it's just sexy and beautiful. And um Has she uh, shot it? it looks oh yeah, it looks way better than my raggedy ass uh guns. Uh, <laughs> she, her gun looks like something out of the twenty-fifth century. And uh, you know, um and then I got her, her all of her her stuff to carry it, various um carrying uh things like the one <laughs> that wraps around your waist and then i got her the one you can jog with with the uh uh little uh, bag thing what do you call those things those those uh things that wrap around your uh waist
0: a, a pack. <laughs> said uh All if more true. people carried uh, the crime would go down uh like they proved in texas
1: well see that's what i was saying like you told me about the out- being out in the west. <laughs> If everybody had a gun on their hip, do you think there would be as much crime?
5: There, well, there, may be the- more,
1: there may be more at the beginning, but in two or three years, people will stop shooting each other.
0: Let's go around the table on that one. Uh, Dark Soul, you're first.
6: Uh, look back in the early 80s and uh, stuff, man. You had pickups with racks in the back with yo know, rifle and shotgun hanging back there you know, you don't even see that well you, you got to go further south down to see it but, oh, but see. Shag, you're, you're correct on a lot of stuff and the, the, the little remarks between you and black dragon i get a kick out of y'all's little ramble about the submarine stuff uh, y'all make me laugh every time but yeah i back in the day you used to be able to have your pickup truck with you know, hanging right there on the back and stuff because as soon as you got out of school you know where exactly where you was going at high school, I,
3: I wanna I wanna reiterate that we we drove that stuff to high school. We had yeah. our guns in the racks in high school at at uh, at um, um class in high school in La- in Oklahoma City off of Northwest 16th Street. Uh, we you would see the trucks pulled in and the and the guns and the racks in the pickup trucks, bro. And it was yep. not a problem. You didn't go what? play video games. No, you know, went right after school would have go hunting. A truck with a gun in it to, to school today. Woo! What's your
0: thoughts on that, Gray Star?
4: Well, my thoughts is I grew up in Oakland, and uh, I'm sorry, BD. I'm not putting a gun in uh, the gun in my uh, <laughs> in one part of the car, and then in the trunk have the bullet. No, that ain't happening. Sorry, it, it, it's just not.
3: So I, I I'm loaded.
4: Can't... I'm, I'm. 30 clipped up, and I'm ready to go, and I'd rather be that way than be dead.
3: Let, let me just let me share this story real quick. Um, in, uh, oh, it's
0: story time with BD.
3: My, <laughs> You're <after this> one, <laughs> my, my first time to the East Bay Dragons Motorcycle Club, a storied motorcycle club SS. in Oakland. Uh, my first time to the East Bay Dragons. I forget the, the street, like 100 and something street. I forget the name of the street. East Bay Dragons. Uh, yeah, East 14th Street. That's right. Sure. And they are right on the corner. So I'm I'm riding my motorcycle down this this street, and you are absolutely in the hood here. Yep. So I'm riding, I'm checking out everything, and these guys come pulling past, sitting outside of the uh, on the windowsills with these like AR 15s, uh sitting on the on the windowsills, like shooting out. And getting ready to shoot out, and they are being chased by four or five police cars that are trying to corner them off. And these guys are sitting up there like, man, if you try to pull us over, we're going to kill you. And all these cop cars are trying to converge on them, and they're rolling down up and down the road at like just 50, 60, 70 miles an hour. And that's not the part that scared me about Oakland. What scared me about Oakland is as this was going on, the people that were walking up and down the street were walking up and down the street like nothing was going it's on. It's everyday yeah. thing, man. Like, oh, these guys are getting ready to shoot up the neighborhood. And I, and that, that I was like, whoa, I'm in a tough town. <laughs> so, Your thoughts,
0: uh, Dedlam then I got a good one. We'll probably jump all over J man about, because
5: I, I say, yeah, if, if, I mean, you could put a lot of guns out there in everybody's hands, but I say, you know, if it comes down to background checks that are done real well on people, you know, because if they've been in like institutionalized, yeah, don't give them a damn gun, <laughs> you know, or if they got some kind of mental aspect, don't give them a gun, but yeah it, that's it's it can be like the you know the west the old i mean some places over in the west uh uh i know over by um gray star there's still old cowboys out there that carry yep. you know and still ride horseback you know open carry ride horseback and still go to the bar with their their, their side piece on yep. you know so i yeah that's about all i got for that you know i, I still believe everybody should carry it it could could kill the it could kill and drop the crime rate yeah but you're still going to have nutty folks want to you know if they get a hold of one popping them off just like bd said
0: now j man uh you seem like the more liberal of all of us you were a liber- you're a loony leftist in hide, you know, in sheep clothing. It sounds like that's why he's wearing sunglasses. <laughs>
1: I have light sensitivity.
0: <laughs> Do you agree with some laws that over ten bullets in a cartridge is overkill?
1: Well, no, you can never have too many bullets.
0: So you don't agree with uh, that law in California where hey, it says You
1: should be allowed to have as much ammunition on you that you want to carry.
0: Oh, I got my Miss Tia in here. I got Miss Tia.
4: Hey, good I taste there, Tia. BD. Say what? Good taste there, my friend. Hey, BD, one. move over a little bit, will
3: you? I'm moving over again.
8: <laughs> <damn. laughs> Keep on moving, BD. All over your microphone. Okay, my microphone's
3: being clean now.
8: <laughs>
1: That's a good woman there. she clean your microphone.
0: There was an incident in I California either. that <laughs> okay. there was uh, a couple guys in body armor. It was all over the TV as it was happening.
6: I remember that. That was a bank robber.
0: With the AK... You can't 47s. I'll lose Can you that? How would that Dark Soul affect a normal <laughs> citizen just having 10 rounds if they were confronted with something like that?
6: I remember that. I'm mean, believe, believe it or not, I remember that case when it all unfolded. I mean, I was young. And them three guys all suited up and stuff. I mean, the... The police didn't have nothing to touch them and stuff and they was going into the stores getting more high power rifles to penetrate their armor stuff. I remember that real well and the effect of it as where came all the uh, regulations there in California is when I think it really started buckling down on where it came from with all these laws uh, Mm. to what Shaggy was saying earlier. I agree with you. The, the Second Amendment should say we should be able to carry a period. Uh, that was where Mulberry versus Pennsylvania, as a Supreme Court case in here in Pennsylvania, you should not be converting our a, a, a liberty and our right into a privilege. And they now, still do it every day. So, now, Ben, and I,
0: I'm going to get uh, Tia into this too in a second. Dark Soul just said that we have a right to the Second Amendment. But in the 1980s, they passed a law where you can't have fully automatic machine guns. Is that against the Second Amendment?
3: Yes. Absolutely it is. Well,
1: that's why they invented bump stocks. Yeah, I, I,
3: know, I they uh, passed that long before 1980. Didn't they pass that? after No, that was from Reagan. Uh, I thought they passed that after the G-Men uh, stuff. No, that was Reagan. Okay, so... But yeah, it's against the law because during the time that, that we had guns uh, and the Second Amendment was created, uh, there weren't machine guns, but these guys uh, were using the baddest guns available, which was the uh, musket that you, and if you were a hardcore cat with it, you could, you could reload that thing in about 13 seconds. So, you know, compare that to arrows, you're dropping a bullet, a musket sh- uh, ball every 13 seconds. If you got three or four guns, uh, you know you're you're a bad booger. So that was the uh, machine gun of the day, and uh, I think that you should be able to have machine guns. And you know, and you can have a machine gun if you want to pay for the license. So you know, if you got money, you can have a machine gun, and I think that's foul. That's our.
6: What what, hey, well,
3: What do you mean pay for a license for a machine gun? Yeah, if you're ready to buy the license, you can have a machine gun. Uh, I just you trying to say, uh, so I have to buy, a, I have never heard of that. Oh, I mean, I understand. know you could buy parts
5: and build your own AR-15. I have never, I'm, I'm assuming you could probably do the same for a machine gun. And no, not you get can a license.
3: own a machine gun in the United States if you buy the, uh, the machine gun owner's license. I don't know F4. what it's called. An FFL yeah. or some, some number. Yeah, FFL some... class four. Thank you.
5: Okay. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Go ahead, no. soul,
0: you, so you you seem to know this subject.
6: Uh, yeah, you could, for you to get on a machine gun, uh, a fully automated machine gun and everything, you have to have pass through several layers of level of clearance. Uh, you have to have an FLA class four uh to even do it and they're you're even very strict on what you can do uh there's a place here in pennsylvania it's called washington pennsylvania gun range and you're able to go there i think there's a couple other states that have it you're able to go there and on their fire range and unload Then you pay for everything don't get me wrong it's not cheap but if you want to shoot a fully automatic 50 cal let it rip uh you know they got you know tanner right there and and so forth like that so that's the american
4: way you got money you can do pretty much whatever you want
6: but i wanted to bring something up i mean you mentioned about machine guns and everything you know the gatling gun you know back in the day with the crank that was the very first machine gun repetitive arm machine gun back there and that was what what in the 1600s i
4: have a different definition of crank i'm an old school biker (laughs)
6: <laughs> so i mean you know machine guns were around uh very in the early days and stuff i mean all the way back from the civil war uh that they had them you know and just, i'm just a history buff on something like that yeah the <laughs> puckle gun. yeah you're right dirtbag and puckle gun thank you thank you yeah the, the puckle gun was the very first machine gun that came out and, and you know and then the gatling gun was after that the repeater. And you guys saw that through history, you see the guns that you evolved through time, you know, through the years. You know, you, you had your, oh, what the Navy uh, was, was the big old huge, uh, the, oh man, I'm going blank now. Oh my goodness, the big black powder with the big end on it and everything. It basically is almost like the big shotgun, you know, back in the day. You loaded anything and everything you could to get into it and freaking fired it off when you went to go cross over to another ship. So,
0: uh, right? yeah, uh, China doll has a oh. question. Go
4: ahead, China doll.
7: All right. Here's my question. Everybody's spending all this money for Floyd cards and concealed carry cards and all these insurances and all this. Well, what about all those people that aren't spending any money and they still carry?
4: That's my point. That is
7: exactly my right, i <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I spent my hundred bucks, I got my point card. But I got my point um, card just to get my pistol you know, my weapons and so forth. Don't buy another right. else. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Frank, guys. of
6: the blunder bus. Thank you, Frank, for you know, getting it out there.
7: There's all these people throughout the United States that ain't wasting their money on this and they're just carrying anyway. Look at Chicago. <laughs> I mean, hell, we're right by Rockford. They carry. They don't have no
0: damn permits. Well, I, wa- I want to get Tia in here. and you, A- all, t- I,
5: you all talk about Chicago. Bring your asses down here to East St. Louis. Come on. <laughs> St. Louis ain't nothing compared to shy. <laughs> no, no. I, got, I hear gunshots constantly at my house, man. All the time. It's just as bad. Hey, brother, so, t- I, live, I live
1: 16 miles out of Cincinnati and hear gunshots by
0: my
4: house all the time. So that ain't shit. So, Tia, tell, well, us, how how
0: Hold on, guys. Tia, tell us what got you in uh, the weapons.
8: Hey, everybody. Hi, Tia. Hi. I, what's the question again, brother?
0: What got you into weapons? What got you into wanting to get a concealed carry? And what is your preferred handgun?
7: Pointed him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he made me do it.
8: I, I grew up scared of guns because um, I lost so many people I loved to gun violence. So I was just always like, sure. no. I knew it but when I moved to Atlanta, I um I actually I got into law enforcement. So I was forced to carry, uh, forced to go to the shooting range, forced to learn about guns and different things. But he is actually the one that bought me my first gun. And um I like his AK. <laughs> <laughs> I When I went to the range and I shot it, I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so fun. <laughs> now,
7: carry now you carry
8: yours? Huh? do you carry yours? I Do you carry yours? No, no. I carry a 45. No, but I'm saying, so, do you carry it with you all the time? I have it with me. Sometimes I leave it in my car. He's bought me things that... Um, right allows me to have it on me but i'm scared um i'm not really a violent person and i don't ever want to take a life but i definitely want to be in a position where i can protect myself if it need be
4: yeah i'm a strong strong believer in it's better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it
8: i agree absolutely
3: I'm even a stronger thing about if you have it, carry it.
6: <laughs> oh, yeah, I yeah. agree yeah. with that, Toby. You're correct. A lot of people don't know because they're not being educated. I mean, you remember back in our day growing up? Uh, I mean, you were taught in school. You know, you had a co- a course on firearms. I was. I mean, I was a uh, freaking 13 years old, and I had to uh, go through a firearm class in the in middle school.
8: Wow.
4: Where I'm from, we learned on the streets,
0: man. <laughs> that wasn't taught in school. Yeah. So, Tia, how did your experience in you talked about Chicago. What made you afraid? I already know the answer, but the uh, rest don't. Uh, what made you afraid of the the gun until you got around Black Dragon? Was it he taught you the proper way of using one? or he taught you how to better handle yourself how did you get over that hump
8: all of all of the above i think he actually took the time with me to show me um and then of course i learned on the job but um absolutely he took the time and he explained to me i i saw videos of people in situations where they should have had a gun and um all you have to do is watch the news. And if that doesn't convince you sometimes, um, you know, my daughter is a single mom. She lives alone. And I'm actually trying to encourage her to get a weapon. And she's sort of like me. She's, no, Ma, I don't want to kill anybody. But I'm like, it's you by yourself and your babies. And in Georgia, you have the right to protect yourself and your family. And it's not that you have to use it. But just like the gentleman said it, it's better to have and not need it than need and not have it so um now that i have it i do see where i need it like it's it's um i saw not too long ago in atlanta there was a woman jogging in the park where her dog and she got killed. I don't know if you guys saw that on yeah. the news. Yeah. It was just like, wow, why would you dog through do a part? You know, you got your dog, but they may have killed the dog first and then kill her. Or whatever. Yeah. And,
3: uh, what a lot of people don't know about dogs is the dog normally takes on the characteristics of its owner. So if you're a wimp, you'll have a wimp dog. Uh, and so uh, folks that aren't afraid of dogs. Uh, Look at your uh, Labrador retriever and, and wasn't afraid of it. I, I wish they'd try to get this uh, Belgian Malinois over here.
1: I'll be down uh, there to meet him. I'll
3: come down there to meet him. Yeah, come on on. <laughs> yeah, you you were uh, like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> he bit six people the first the first three weeks we he had him bit
8: me before he, i'm telling guy, you i saw stars this, i this was just is, like oh my god i cannot believe this dog bit me i,
3: I had a club <laughs> brother that i got in an argument with and he tore his behind up so yeah we we uh, bring in a
5: couple raw steaks, you'll be fine you can right past that damn dog a bit <laughs> <laughs>
3: Could you bring me a couple of raw steaks?
5: Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, yeah.
3: yeah. If you him
1: raw steaks, he'll put the dog outside. <laughs>
0: I'm going to get us back on track here. Tia, you said you were in law enforcement. What standards did they hold you to that a regular citizen was, you know, ain't held to as far as using a firearm?
8: Okay, so there's, uh, they have to make sure you are mentally equipped to have that responsibility of carrying, because a lot of people, believe it or not, just because you're in law enforcement, you, a lot of people, you see it all the time on the news, they grab, they reach for their gun first, not even thinking like, okay, this is a life sometimes, so um You have a lot of power, and they expect for you to think right and act right. So, yeah, they definitely hold you accountable accountable for it. You have to go through special training and see, watch videos, endless videos, um, because they're trying to make sure you're mentally, emotionally equipped to carry that firearm. It's a very powerful um, tool. Well
1: tia isn't it a lot of muscle memory did they teach you how to draw your weapon has black dragon taught you that too either oh
8: both, both um really? and i think you never stop learning i think you can go through uh so much training but when it actually comes down to you actually having to use that gun sometimes right. just, all of that goes away it's just well that's like, what i
1: mean muscle memory you, you've done it so yeah. much it's force of habit yeah it's in there
8: you know yeah yeah, but um, these times we're living in, I I, I would encourage all women. Um, uh, I, I do like especially a lot of my friends or whatever. I kind of convince them to go get go get you a weapon and learn how to use it. Cause it's one thing to have a gun and and you never practice or or you know you never touch it and familiarize yourself with it when it actually comes time for you to... I've seen where people try to shoot and they're shooting all in the air because they never really knew how powerful that gun, that kick, that, you know, when you shoot, well, pull, you know, shoot a weapon, how powerful it is. And a lot of people end up hurting themselves. And I think that was one of the biggest reasons why I was so against it because I always felt like somebody would probably take my weapon from me and use it on me. And I was just like... <laughs> You know, you hear about people just just thinking he would, a, a man, if it's a male trying to attack me, he would probably overpower me and take the weapon. So.
1: That's I agree with you saying women should carry. Uh, yes, I agree 100% with that, that women should carry.
0: Well, yeah. let's go around the round table, starting with you, Jay, man. Ask uh, Tia some questions. Ask China Doll. It's up to you guys. Hit it.
1: Well, like I was saying, I agree that uh, women should carry because uh, these dumb MFers that uh, pull up to the car next to you, you never know what they're going to do. You know, their buddy might get out and jump into your car, you know. So, yeah, I agree that uh, a woman should have it and and know how to use it and be prepared to use it.
8: Yeah, I saw an instance where a woman and she probably was a very petite woman, but got into a road, road rage, an argument with a gentleman about his size. And they're going at it, like barking at each other. And um, she pulled out her, uh, you know, he tried to attack her. And she shot him and killed him. But it was like, well, what was she going to, I mean, I don't know. She could have handled it a different way. Uh, I I
0: was saying, uh, BD, you better start walking some more. Go ahead, (laughs) J-Man.
1: (laughs) <laughs> well, if if my daughter's in that case, I you know, in the same scenario, uh, you
0: know, I would expect her to
1: kill the person, too, you know, in yeah. the same scenario. So. Dark so
0: good. Ask T.R. trying to dial anything.
6: So how long you been on the law enforcement?
8: Oh, almost 20 years from security and armed security and all of that. Uh, it goes back almost 20 years.
6: Really okay. like, 98. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, but, yeah, I agree. Actually, j Matt, everyone should carry. It's just not just women. Everyone. And you yeah. should start them young. You should start them young. My daughter was 13 when I put I took her to the range. And then I signed her up for the NRA classes here in my town. Uh She is listed as a sharpshooter. And wow. uh and uh there actually there's a place that uh, uh, indoor paintball where you can practice urban type uh, scenarios. And uh, every now and then you have National Guard Army guys coming in there and they kind of want to have some fun, you know. Yeah. And that's the best way that, tr- you know, here in town, close wide, except going to the other ranges where you actually do live fire. But, you know, the paintball can be just as close to ranging and accurate as you get know, with right. the indoor setting. Just like with airsoft, that's another deal. You see these airsoft channels, you know, left and right. It, you, there's ways of training but, and and getting it out there. But yeah, you start young. Uh, I mean, I'm a firm believer in that. And more they know about it, the better they're going to be educated and go forth. Uh, where you stand on that, T? Is that me?
8: Oh, yep. I absolutely agree with you. And um, the guy that taught the class um when uh, at my job when we had to go to the shooting range his children are your your baby's age 13 and 15 and he has them in the range and they have their own guns and he teaches them how to hunt and um i remember being with him and a little girl ran up to him and was excited like Mr. John, I killed my first deer. <laughs> <laughs> did she say the the heart uh yeah the she, she's yeah I ate it, what you, I it. <laughs> I was oh my this is so baby and she was so excited just a little bitty thing talking about I killed my first deer. <laughs> so I was just like yeah I I um I agree with that I think you know and and what she you teaching her that's awesome and that's gonna be something that you guys can do together
6: yeah you know? we do
0: well, we what I'm going to do now is, if everybody don't know by now, Tia is going to be starting her YouTube stuff, and China Dow is going to be uh, helping out and stuff whenever she can. So I'm going to turn the show over to Tia and China Dow for you guys to interview the independent writers, whatever subject you want to go for. Go for it. Tia first, and then China Dow Go. We got J-Man. We got Dark Soul. We got uh oh,
8: I'm doing an interview. Okay. Oh, wow. Look <laughs> 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 really funny.
3: That's Betlam. That yeah. Betlam. Okay. And there's Dark Souls corner up there. Okay. And that's Jamin Jammin. j J-Man. J- J- man. J- 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 today, today. i out on my cigarette break. Come on
7: up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> He's on my channel all the time, and I'm always saying, Hey, jamin And his name is J-Man.
8: Oh, J-Man. I, still- I like that. It's it's, it's right. actually
1: J-Man, but th- they call me J-Man, so it's fine. Okay.
4: <laughs> okay. Well,
8: go ahead,
0: TM. China down, hit it.
8: Well, we're all family here, and I um I'm glad it's good to meet you guys. Um, I just want to tell you that I am so happy to be a part of the whole biker life. Um, I've gained a new respect for bikers. I I, I wasn't knowledgeable about them at all uh, when I was younger. Well, my dad was a hang around. And um, I just always looked at bikers in a negative light. and <laughs> uh oh I've come you guys are so amazing and I love you. I just and I and now that I met you, I, I it's just like your family. And so I always want to know that you're doing good. When you're doing bad, it's like I'm I feel sad. I'm I'm not you know happy. You know, when you guys go through things, I, I understand and I always like to know how you all are doing. And I just want to say I'm just happy. To be um, a part of this lifestyle. And actually, you know, when I see bikers on the road, I feel I, I, I just want to say, look, you be careful out here. Or anytime I see a biker, if we're in the gas station, I'm like, oh, you having fun today, you know, just to say something to them. Cause I feel like, you know, we share the road and that makes us family. And after that, nothing else even matters. Religion. You're- interviewing oh <laughs> <laughs> he's doing great man. i don't know i don't know what to so say i'm kind of
3: that's bedlam ask him <laughs> what are you talking about me bd come no, on don't know <laughs> oh,
8: they all have channels
3: yeah they all have channels
8: oh okay um okay so i'll start at the top uh let me start with um dark's I'm blind. I'm sorry. Dark souls. Dark, dark souls. Yeah. What advice can you give me as an up and coming YouTuber or um, starting my channel? What What's What's some good advice you can give me?
6: Uh, go ask me a black dragon because I'm still learning this mess out stuff. <laughs> I Star have their thing going and stuff. I I just now just figure out how to do thumbnails. <laughs> All right. I still haven't
1: figured out how
6: to do them.
8: Oh wow! Really? <laughs> Learn something from doing this.
6: Yeah, I, I mean I have been working with uh Bride, Bedlam, and Gray Star, uh, and you know, and of course Hollywood and, and Black Dragon when we can get on our YouTube seminars. And try to get up to speed. Uh, as right now, I only have seven subscribers to my channel. Couldn't go live with oh, this broadcast because I yes, don't have buddy. a hundred sub yet. So Everybody hey, good go to Dark Channel. <laughs> well,
8: you will one day. One day you will be as big as these guys, and you'll be teaching people. And you'll remember. You'll tell them. I remember when I only had seven subscribers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so China now, What? Oh,
7: hi. Hi guys! Right. I know I know all these guys. Uh, all right, here's a question, and this has to do with y'all concealed carry thing. And I'm gonna nail Black Dragon first on this one. Oh, now, yeah, big man. We got <laughs> all these guys going. They get to the conceal carry. Okay, do they think of the mental status of the person applying for that piece?
3: good question or does, should
7: does, they does who think of it the, the the people giving them their carry concealed carry do they so have some georgia, sort of thing where they have to have their mental in state order, state in state order state. to get their peace so in their georgia peace.
3: as long as you have not been committed uh against your will so if you have been committed like if you go down and turn yourself into uh, uh a mental hospital that's not being committed against your will so as long as you haven't been committed against your will, uh, you don't have any um um, uh, 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 oh my goodness, domestic abuse uh, charges against you, and um, you're not a felon, then you can carry. <coughs> sorry, then you can carry concealed. So, no, they're not asking your mental status. Um, I. And the reason I say that, I was down there getting a, a, a license one time, a permit, concealed carry permit. And the guy that they were given a concealed carry permit license to was clearly uh, mentally challenged. Um, we don't use the R word anymore. So he was absolutely um, mentally challenged. But he, he wasn't so challenged that he uh, couldn't go down there, sign for that license, and, and pick up that weapon. And he's got a right to defend himself like everybody else. So, no, not here they don't. Um, but if you've been, uh, if you've been, you know, committed against your will or something like that, then, then no, you can't get one. What Th- about by my car?
4: In Utah, they ask you certain questions in the process of getting your concealed carry um, about your mental health, but. That's the extent of it. And then, of course, you have to do the background check. Um, if you can pass all that. It's not a problem. That's all. I mean, my yeah. crazy ass has one.
5: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of the same here. Uh, if you pass the background check and uh, um, do your certification stuff, you, you go get your concealed carry. So. Yep.
7: Do you there feel you if, they more, if they did more of an intense background check as far as a mental status, that some of these crimes might not have been committed?
3: No, because no, because most crimes are not committed by uh, card-carrying gun owners. Right? You think Correct. all that Chirac yeah. stuff's stuff right.
4: happening with people awful gun owners? They're coming yeah, from, from the people
3: like me. <laughs> we're the only ones that obey the rules in the first place. It's uh, it's the criminals that. Don't be doing what they supposed to be doing. Close
8: that door, cause that
6: dog it. is gonna be cold.
7: What about you, Dark Soul? What do they do for uh,
6: where you're at? Do uh, you they do a background, check, and then pay pay your fee, and you'll get your results within a thirty to forty minutes. If you don't have anything, uh, that was one time I was in there. A uh, guy was waiting four days.
1: I was going to say, you don't have a five-day waiting period. That's our our thing. If you go, into no, Dubai, no. You go in to buy the gun, it's five days.
6: I went in there, and then within the 30 minutes, I had mine. Wow.
3: Now, in Georgia, if you have your concealed carry permit, there's no wait at all. Right. Here, too. You show yeah. your concealed carry permit and See, buy your weapon. I don't, know, now, I don't if know. If you do have that. a concealed carry permit, I think there is a waiting period. I don't know how long it is.
0: Now, last question uh, for everybody since we're running on a two-hour mark here. uh, We'll go around the table. Again, don't forget to watch Tia and all them uh, Sunday tomorrow at 6, I think they decided on.
3: Uh, 6 p.m. Eastern.
0: No, 6 p.m. Central.
3: Uh, That's right, 7 Eastern. Thank you, sir.
0: Yeah. Let's start going around the table. Last one, and then we'll go to final thoughts. Federal background checks, J man.
1: Federal background checks. Well, if uh, if they had the federal background checks, they would be just as crappy as the state checks. So, why
0: bother? Dark soul.
6: It's. I agree with uh, J man. It, it's it's just another infringement on your right. That's point blank. You know. It, it, it don't do any good. I mean, this national deal. It, why does the government need to be in your freaking back pocket anyways? They just need to stay the hell out of our lives and leave us the hell alone. Graystar.
4: I, I, ditto. Exactly what they said.
3: Tia. I didn't hear Federal background checks. Are you for or against them?
8: To get get a weapon. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not for it.
0: Rock on. China?
8: Why bother?
7: (laughs) (laughs) Final
0: thoughts on tonight's episode, J-Man.
1: I thought we had a great episode. Uh, We should have kept Chris on here a little longer. I mean, he could have been in the debate with us. Um, if if you're going to carry a gun, you better know how to use it. Uh, you better have the training you need to use it. And um, the main reason I don't carry when I'm outside the house, Gray Star, is because I don't know if I'm, like I said, going to get drunk, going to get high, what have you.
0: Toby, what's the difference between a federal background check and a national gun registry?
6: It's basically the same, Toby. Uh, it's basically infringement, either way it goes, and stuff. Why the government needs to know what you have. It's none of their damn business. So, you know what? I want to give you the real reason why. Let's get really into it. They want to know what you had because what does the Second Amendment really state? What does it really state? It's to make Protect sure. The check
4: government. government.
6: Yeah. An infringement government keeps them in check. What, what did, uh, you know, Let's Go Brandon say? You better have an F-16 and, you know, a nuclear bombs. Uh, come on. So I don't know,
0: man. Me, before we came on the air and stuff, me, me and BD were talking about it. You might need some uh, F-16s in the next couple of weeks. Because uh, <laughs> they're about, they're pulling all our citizens out of Ukraine right now. And it looks like it's going to get down and nasty over there. Uh, final thoughts. Star.
4: Well, like I said in the past on this show, it's better to have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And there's no way in hell that I will abide by any law that tells me I have to keep my gun in one place, my clip in the other. That is not happening. I carry to protect myself and that's exactly, and my family, and that's exactly what I intend to do no matter where I go.
0: Rock on. Uh BD, before your final thoughts, uh Toby said, I'm not asking the difference. I'm asking, does one violate our rights any more than the other?
3: No.
1: I'd have to say no too, and one's as bad
3: as the other. So what do you think? Final thoughts, BD. So I'm all for federal background checks if we can have a federal concealed carry and then i'm down bro so we don't have to do all this state garbage blah 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 give me my carriage permit and let me go wherever the hell i want to go in the entire country let me get on an airplane with it let Great. me uh, right. do my thing let me go through the airplane line quicker than everybody else because i got one on me right here baby and <laughs> time, several guys want to take over an airplane you got more, you know. You got a few of us out there to be able to be like, uh no. Yeah, no, not you. however would have never happened.
0: Yeah. Tia, what's your final thoughts?
8: Well, in order to operate a, a, a vehicle, you you get a permit, and you have to go a certain, undergo a certain amount of hours or training. On the road and do the written test in order to get a driver's license, and I feel like to carry a weapon, um, that's just like operating a powerful, you know, tool, and I believe that, you know, as in law enforcement, no. Well, in law enforcement, you You're have gonna have to talk. <laughs>
4: driver's, driver's licenses are not in the Constitution,
8: honey. Not, let, yeah. Let's talk. It's, let it's not a lie. It's a privilege. If you, if you get caught without a driver's license, you can possibly be sent to jail. Right? You can get arrested no. for not driving for not having Wait. a driver's license. Yeah. yeah
3: We're going to. Talk about this.
8: <laughs> <laughs> I think you should undergo a certain like when you go to register for to for the fire. Or, I mean, to get the permit, you should have been to the gun range. You should have watched certain videos. I think it should be a law no, about that. You but just and the, Jamin
3: are the liberal cats on this. No, I'm um, seriously. I,
8: <laughs> I, I do believe, I mean, he's asking me what I think. I, that's what I think. I think you, you shouldn't, it just shouldn't be issued to anyone freely. The, the, like it's, our, it's our Second Amendment right to bear the, arms, honey.
3: The guy in the middle is totally,
8: everybody
0: all. has their opinion. China yeah. Dow.
8: Uh, but I do believe you should go in training like it's just like you don't want someone carrying a gun that never went to the the, the shooting range. You know, a lot of people um, I grew up around a lot of gun violence and a lot of people would when they do the drive bys and they shoot up on the porch. They're shooting grandmothers. They're mm-hmm. shooting grandbabies. Wow. They never get hit the person that they're aiming for. So I, I, I'm not saying that they, I'm not really talking about them, but I feel like just anybody who is issued a permit should undergo a certain amount of training. They don't give a police officer a um, gun unless you have went through certain um, training. Those
4: Thank people you, that yeah. are doing the drive-bys
8: aren't legally possessing those well, That's firearms. what I'm saying. Yeah. Not even, I, I was just giving you an example about right. them. But just imagine if you give a police officer a gun and say, oh, you're a, a, a officer. You can carry a gun without having training. Just imagine if they had to shoot that firearm without training. You're going to just. With all the police shootings out nowadays, I think they need more <laughs> training. Come on, let's be real. Absolutely. I said <laughs> you never get. Well, yeah. They do. They have to go undergo training every day. Yeah, every so often. just well, it's, up, it's really sad
1: when they go taser, 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 bang. And it's a gun, yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: China Dow, your thoughts, and then I'll close her up.
7: My thoughts on this whole ordeal is if you respect your weapon. You need to respect your weapon. You need to know how to use it. And, and it's not always the weapon. It's the person.
0: Well, it, it sounds know? like we got it, three for training.
7: It's the definite...
1: It's the definite person, the weapon never does the bad thing, it's, it's the person goal. using that weapon.
0: Rock and roll. Well, that was a great show, everybody. Uh, tomorrow, Black Dragon, what do we got going on with you, man?
3: Oh, heck, we got the uh round table tomorrow, and uh, to uh, the round table tomorrow, 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern. Uh, where you'll have uh, all of us talking about biker club stuff, and then Tia uh, at 7 p.m. Eastern will have the Biker Club Wives second installment. So that's really cool.
0: Rock and roll, and then we got the the Neutral Zone at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be talking about the title is Bikers. They always defend the weak. Uh, going to be an incredible conversation about that one uh, tomorrow but it was a great show today hopefully you guys learned some stuff uh it was a great debate i love having debates on the channel and stuff like that uh don't forget to subscribe the black dragons youtube channel and don't forget to buy the book it is on the Get the book. <laughs> anyway, thanks to the independent writers for another good one. We're out of here. Talk to